Got what it takes, my wife. Got friends round? Got roast pork for lunch. Plenty of taste, British pork. Real value for money. Bread's got plenty. Arthur's got plenty. We've all got plenty. Plenty to go round. My wife's got what it takes. British pork. What's it got? It's got the lot. Got pork for... My wife. Got what it takes. Plenty to go round. <laughs> Hi. It's me again. And... Come join me on this Monday night. It's 12 minutes past 10. It's the 6th of March. And um, I am here recording the podcast. That was um, an advert for British Pork from 1984. Um, just an incredibly sinister... Um, old school British um, advertisement. One of my favourites, I would say. And I wanted to share that with you. <laughs> I hope you're well. I've I've actually recorded about an hour's worth of um, pod. I was going to say footage. Um, I don't know what the word is, but there's a word for it. But I guess we're just going to have to live without it. Um, <clears throat> but I had recorded an hour's worth, but it's just so plagued by the wind. I just couldn't face um, putting that out again because um, <laughs> I, I want this product. <laughs> that I record out on my phone to be the highest quality of product it can be. Um, so as much as I I do love Sunday Stroll Society um, and the, the Sad Boy Saturday uh, ranting club, I think that every now and then I do just need to approach this on a Monday night, very calmly, um, ready to give you the very best version of myself. I'm I'm not that tired right now, it has to be said. I feel really good, um, which is hilarious because genuinely, uh, <laughs> I mean, on Saturday, uh, I might I might throw in a couple of excerpts but I might not because that involves editing so I'm going to take that back I can't be arsed doing that but basically Saturday I was completely fucked um, I had well I, what, what I know happened was I woke up and my foot my left foot was um, you know either had gout or gangrene, or I had been cursed, um, or I had broken it in half. It was one of many potential 
um, ailments, but it was serious, and I couldn't really stand on it. No, I say I couldn't really stand on it. I really couldn't stand on it. Um, I, I mean, it is a lie. I did ten thousand steps on Saturday. Um, I do enjoy my steps, but um, I did have to kind of strap the boy up. Um, I had a couple of pairs of socks on at least, um, just to stabilize it. And um, whenever I walked, it would take, you know, about five minutes worth of pain before I kind of got to a position of um, happiness or, or contentedness in my walking. And I think that, I think it was just a case of, like, I couldn't possibly uh, lose out on my Saturday and and not get out for a walk, get out for a coffee, eat, admittedly, two Danish pastries, um, and be very naughty, um... I couldn't not do that, and I think that I was willing to exacerbate what was in my mind a career-threatening injury um, <clears throat> in order to do what I needed to do, and that was go to a coffee shop, write two of the worst poems I've ever written, and um, go for a walk on the prom by myself for about five, ten minutes. Um, visit the Costa in the sea terminal, have a really difficult time there, which I will be going into in, in, in relative detail, um, later on. So you can enjoy that. Um, and, um, just, just generally approach the rest of that Saturday, um, with a terrible attitude, um, and a couple of ailments that felt career-threatening, life-threatening as well, I must add, um, because on top of the the foot injury, um, on kind of, I, I had kind of on the left side of my face, but more, I think the left side of my head would be a better way to describe it. I had um, a... What felt like kind of all of the symptoms of a huge tumour in my brain, on the left side of my brain. Um, my jaw was in agony. My kind of temple on the left side was sore. My, my kind of the inside of my mouth on the left side was sore. It was as if I'd kind of, I mean, it was as if I'd been smacked. Um, <clears throat> on the side of my head, um, it was as if, it was as if I had been smacked hard by a strong person, um, and as to my knowledge, I hadn't been smacked by a strong person on the side of my head, so I I don't think it was that, um, but I was in agony, and I kind of. It, it got worse throughout the day. It it appeared from nowhere and disappeared. Uh, well, no, it didn't. It, it it has, spoiler alert, disappeared now. But I was in 
um, real dire straits, and it was the left side of my body as a whole. So, you know, I was thinking, well, I, I either have a huge brain tumor, I'm suffering from a stroke or an imminent heart attack. Um, I was in a bad way. Excuse me. So much so that I, you know, didn't even have the heart to to cook on Saturday night, which is usually my favorite day to cook, um, because there's no pressure of the week ahead. You don't need to make a vat of anything, and um, you know, Saturday always feels like a fun kind of cheat day in a way. So I usually allow myself the, the space to cook something nice, but instead I ended up having cheese on toast with beans which honestly was amazing but you know there wasn't necessarily the culinary flourish that I'd normally want from that as a as a as a um you know as a saturday meal um so yeah saturday was terrible um and as i say i woke up with basically both of those issues um which was why I was so concerned. It gets to Sunday. I tried to disguise a yawn there, but I don't think I did, did I? I'm sorry. I am tired, and I think that's a good thing, though. I want to be sleeping at more normal times. I woke up at 7 on the nose today, um, having gone to bed at about half 11. And I woke up early, and I turned the slow cooker off. The chilli that I'd cooked had been going overnight. I slipped a little too much cinnamon in it. Um, but it is nice. It was The whole thing has been fixed by a little dollop of um, Greek yogurt and some tomato ketchup. You'd be surprised how far that goes. Um, very rude of the boiler to turn on, but... There's really nothing I can do about this. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know if that's a boiler. I think it is. Ooh, bit of bass. Um, so, I... Anyway, I woke up on Sunday. And I recorded... So I recorded 10 minutes of podcast on Saturday. And this was like a furious review of um, the Costa in the C-terminal. And on Sunday, I um, kind of had a slightly more tempered review um, because I was... I, I Somehow I woke up on Sunday and my, my foot that was broken um, or sprained or cursed or whatever it was, it, I woke up and it was basically fine. Uh, there was a little twinge first thing, but then, like, yeah, as I went about the day, it was completely fine. Um, and that was annoying to me because I had been being dramatic about it. Um, you know, anyone that would listen, I had kind of mentioned, I fucking cannot. And I, I, I need to be very clear, I was telling everyone, I cannot fucking walk. Um... You know, I had made plans on Saturday and I fucked them up because I I just was not able to fucking move around. And 
I don't know. It felt like it felt like it would have been a bad excuse, so I sort of didn't use it as an excuse. But it was a valid excuse. Excuse. But by the time I got to Sunday and my foot was perfectly fine, it did feel like perhaps I was being fraudulent. But I wasn't. So I was kind of. I I, I was very confused all in. Um, by what happened to my foot. Um, it was honestly as if it had been replaced for a day with a broken foot, and then it was swapped back in the night to a normal foot. Um, so I woke up on Sunday, my foot was fine. My kind of brain tumour had regressed into what was just a toothache, so that was also a positive um positive development although the toothache I guess in the absence of it being kind of a general left side of the head issue whereby it was an achy sort of head jaw toothy sort of area to it becoming more of a localized top left biggies kind of the molars um issue it in a way it was almost worse because it was just more obvious and pronounced where it was Um, and I couldn't eat the things I wanted to eat like sourdough toast with scrambled egg and whatnot crunchy bread and butter Um, I still ate it anyway of course but it was just you know with with the degree of pain I guess Um, but I suppose there's a poetry to that, you know, maybe you, sometimes you do need to just eat through the toothache. <laughs> um, so Sunday I felt a little bit better, I went and I had two coffees and I was sweating, because the coffees were probably a little too much for me, I don't think you should ever really, there's never really a, um, a, a logical reason for for drinking kind of two coffees on the spin, kind of shotgunning each other. I don't, I think that's probably not quite the right word, but um, I'm going to have to go with it. Um, And yeah, I I was probably due to the coffee intake, I think I was probably a little bit more um, mm, agitated, I guess. And... um, so I spent about half an hour also ripping into the um, ripping into the Costa at the sea terminal, which I am planning on doing, um, but hopefully with a little bit more of Monday sobriety behind my words. Um, it is worth making clear as well um, that. Yesterday, I, I think I, you know, I've discussed on a few occasions, kind of the, the absolute insanity of supporting a football team, and um, my favourite football team um, beat a lot of other people's favourite football teams seven nil, and I had three Guinnesses, and I was listening to Whitney Houston afterwards cooking my chili, and I just was honestly, I've not been that happy, <laughs> before for a long time and it is absolutely 
uh, uh, yeah, it is insane. It's a, it is a, um, it's, uh, you know, a kind of odd form of self-inflicted mental abuse, um, that I should allow my, my mind to be warped and dictated to by, by the sport, but my words, the tunes were absolutely blaring and I was ready to go out, frankly, and it's annoying that there wasn't really any kind of, I didn't really put out the feelers, but it feels like one of those where there just should have been something happening, but there wasn't. Um, I think it was quite nice to have a real old school yawn. I feel like I feel like a lot of people listen to this podcast in a within the context of a you know a tired moment. Either it's in the morning on Tuesday, or it's like a nighttime thing, and you can just listen to me and fall asleep because your boy is a boring bastard. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Um, a heartfelt plea from me before we move on to the uh, the Costa at the sea terminal dismantling. Um, well, you know, I was I was just about to ask you to listen to this as much as possible and listen to older episodes if you like and share it with people if you like, and you can do that if you want, but also. Yeah, my heart's not really in that. I don't think my heart's really in asking you to do that. Do it if you want to do it. If you want to support the podcast, share it with people. Um, I'm not far away from being able to make money out of doing the podcast. And I thought about putting all the money that I earn from the podcast to charity. And maybe I will, while it's not worth a lot of money. And then when it's worth a lot of money. I'm obviously going to keep it because because I'm not that sound, frankly. I'm all right, bloke. I think, and I do try to be good, but I'm not that sound. If I had a means to quit my job and just speak into a microphone once a week, do you know what? I'd probably do it three or four times a week if you wanted. Um, you know, if if that was on the table, I'm afraid I'd have to take it. Um, but anyway, in the meantime, if, if I start making a little bit of money and it's like a tenner here, a tenner there, or whatever it is, it's probably not a lot of money at all, is it? But, um, if it's a little bit of money, maybe I promise, maybe I could promise to, once I can start earning it, I'll put like the full year's worth of money made from it into a charity or something. And we can all pick one together. And when I say we can all pick one together, I'll probably just pick my favourite. And I can sort of vaguely pretend that you had some form of involvement. But maybe we can do that. But the only way that we'll actually get to that point is if we hit the eligibility criteria. And I'm nearly there. So I might be able to do it without asking you to help. But I'm asking you to help because maybe I need it. I don't know. 
Anyway, if you want to help, share it. If you don't want to help, I also respect that decision. Um, but anyway, 20 minutes in. We're not far away from wrapping up, but I haven't even mentioned Costa in the C terminal. Now, let's get to it. You might remember maybe a few weeks ago now that I had a um, I said the C word about a man in the uh, Costa in the C terminal and it was busy and I think I think I had kind of alluded to the idea that they logistically were struggling a little bit so this guy was behaving um, disproportionately unsoundly in respect of kind of what the situation was so when we were there it was busy the queue was quite big and they they had two people on the cash registers things were just being a bit slow on the creation of the coffee the baristering shall we say um and this bloke in the fucking queue was trying to you know talk to me and sort of make stupid weird remarks about like bloody hell have you put an order in shut up I'm not your fucking mate I'm not I'm in a queue and I want a coffee and I've I don't care about how long it takes it's a Saturday so you know this is all I have to do I have to just get my coffee and go home it's the only thing I do on a Saturday get a coffee and I was in the queue and I was getting my coffee, so I was fine. I don't care to fucking be your little mate because you think it's taking too long. Fuck you. Stop implicating me in your unsoundness, you know? If you're going to be unsound, just do it by yourself. Stop fucking trying to involve me. Anyway, I should have known after that first visit that perhaps... Perhaps there's some there's some sort of hoodoo with um, the Costa and the C terminal. And do you know what? I had this thought myself. Um, you know, I I had gone to go get coffee the last week in Douglas, and I was I was averted from there. Um, for reasons that I shall keep personal. <laughs> but I didn't go to the Costa and the Sea Terminal. And I feel like maybe maybe God was looking out for me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I didn't go in the end. And this past weekend, I did go. I, I wasn't averted this time, and I went anyway. I took the risk, knowing that I'd had this bad experience a few weeks ago. So I go in, and the queue is not that bad. I join the back of it, obviously, as as you do with queues. Um, and I think there was only there was a few people who had been served, and then there was a lady in front of me in the queue who had yet to be. Um, you know, served at the cash register. So, uh, you know, by my estimation, this was going to be, a, you know, quite quick in and out, nothing much to report on. However, um, the 
The woman in front of me actually was, again, odd. Um, I think I mentioned on the Saturday recording, no, the Sunday recording, that um, I think the problem that they have at the the um, the C terminal Costa is it, it appears to attract, and I'm going to use a GTA Five reference here. It, it appears to attract strangers and freaks. Now, I am obviously saying this on the proviso that I am not a stranger or a freak. However, that's probably um, you know dubious, actually. I think so maybe i'm part of the problem and i think that's fair but anyway um the woman in front of me in the queue again as per the the bloke i was discussing before had this odd sort of you know uh, inclination to, to to include me in her um desire to become now unsound so um she was um kind of fidgety to get all uh, to get served and, and maybe that's fair enough but ultimately i don't i i don't care i do not care and um she did get served and she got her coffee and as she got her coffee um you know, I, I I ordered shortly after her. I had a I, I got a freebie. I had a small latte for free because I've got contacts. And um, I was sat waiting for my coffee after she'd been um, after she'd received her coffee. And she kind of walked past and sort of said something to me in the same lines as the bloke I mentioned before of something like "Good luck with this." And I was like, "Good luck waiting." She said, "Like good luck waiting." And and I. You know, in in kind of an uncharacteristic way, because I normally I'm quite good at hiding how how little I care, or you know, normally I can at least put on a decent veneer of um, of sort of regular human behaviour on a weekend. Um, normally I'm quite good at that, but when she kind of you know did this as she kind of walked past, she actually hesitated. Because she said it in such a way where, you know, it's a statement that didn't, you know, didn't oblige me to respond. But she said it in such a way that welcomed response. It welcomed me to kind of have an an exchange with her. Um, and she, you know, as she was walking past with her coffee, she kind of like hesitated to sort of wait for me to say something. And I actually kind of like looked her in the eye, not in an aggressive way or anything like that. Um, but definitely also not in a warm way. And I just kind of looked her in the eye, expressionless. And this is this is true. And I didn't say anything because I, I kind of, you know, I, I didn't have any charisma to call upon. I, I had nothing to offer that. And I also, again, I don't condone that behavior. So I just fucking looked at her. And then she just kind of, bemused, walked on. And I just fucking looked back over to the um to the collection bay where my coffee was supposed to be. And it wasn't there. All the while oh, just adjusting because I've lost all feeling in my right foot, which is good. Um 
all the while, the um, there was a woman behind me in the queue, and um, this woman was was if if the first woman was um, agitated, then this woman was kind of frantic. She was um, she was itching and fidgety and just deeply unsettling in every way imaginable um and it was all based on kind of impatience um so as i say i'm sort of sat down waiting for my for my small latte and you know it shouldn't have been taking this long but it's fine because as i say it's just my only objective for the day and i you know i've done what i need to do the ball's not in my court so i feel fairly comfortable at this point um and the woman behind me um in the queue she i note that it took her um a significant amount of time to kind of figure out her her mode of payment um she appeared to be trying to use you know the qr code to get a couple freebies which i respect but also i feel like if you're going to do that you you need to be on the ball you need to be on top of your technology you need to be you know not expectant that the people are just going to kind of do it for you i think you need to know what you're doing or at least be accommodating of it and also be you know if you need them to sort it for you at the very least be polite and none of this was happening. None of this was happening. Um, so I would estimate that it took a few minutes for that to be sorted. Um, and once it was sorted, she kind of went immediately to the collection bay. We will call it that. And on the collection bay, they kind of lay out the tickets, um, I guess, to kind of prioritize the work. But then also, you know, as I'm when coffee's made they'll put your they'll put the coffee kind of on it which is a reasonable indicator to you as the person whose uh, ticket it is this is your coffee you collect it and go cool fine so she goes to the collection bay immediately and and i think on the on on there there are only there are only two tickets as mine and hers and um what felt like immediately which was odd because, of course, most people know that when you order coffee, it needs to be made before you can collect it. Um, however, somehow that wasn't clear, so she goes immediately to, to the collection area and kind of is, is expecting it to be there. And um, she then begins to fixate on my ticket. Now, at this point, I become uncomfortable, you know, on the verge of anger, because, and then and this, this is where I am, obviously, unhinged, but I have paid at this point, and I think that as part of this, um, well, I haven't paid actually, so I've disproven my own point there. But I've, you know, I've made the transaction. I, I earned the freebie, so this is something that I have indirectly paid for. The point is, is that I have made the commitment at some point along the line of money to this coffee, 
Let's just be clear in that way. One way or another, I've paid for it. Now, by extension, I've paid for this ticket. And this ticket is my, my property, okay? My property. It's my receipt. If I want to take it home, I'm, I'm going to take it home. And um, this woman begins to fixate on it. And I'm thinking, well, I'm, I don't, don't you dare touch my ticket. Don't you dare do that. And um, she, she touches it. And, um, you know, in the way, kind of as if to bring it into focus and kind of read it, she kind of spins it around and reads it. And, um, she then kind of calls over one of the, one of the young lads working there who uh, did look like a rabbit in headlights. And um, she kind of said to him, this is my order. And obviously in my head, I'm thinking that's because it's my order, you fucking whatever. But you can imagine what I thought of her. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, the rabbit in headlights, um, he wasn't, really equipped to be able to deal with 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 this person who was you know in, incredibly difficult i have to say um and it's worth saying that the the kind of the manager there sort of had a look of i guess like the joker if he had held on if he was oh just about and he had a job and he, he had a respectable life um, it's difficult to really go into real detail on that except for that's just how I see this person um, but the manager there the joker was kind of trying his best to make these coffees but the issue is, is I think there's about four coffees on the spin to be made which feels normal it feels like the girls in Castletown Costa would be gobbling that up for fun, churning out the coffees. But no, um, the 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 back, the kind of the the back baristering, the behind the counter action was was dreadful. It has to be said, um, and. You know, there were a couple of lads who really sort of seemed to be struggling under the pressure. And as I say, the Joker's there and he's kind of a bit casual for my liking. Um, and we now have this woman who's now querying my order. Um, and with this young lad buckling under the pressure, I'm, I'm nervous here. I'm thinking she's about to cancel my order and I'm going to have to you know, commit an act of domestic terrorism or something um, in this Costa because I'm about to explode. Um, uh, because obviously she's still touching my fucking ticket. Now, um, fortunately, to his credit, the Joker kind of ambles over and he clarifies ish the position but again as i say he's all a bit casual and i'm still not very comfortable um but this woman agitated it's as if she has a full nappy um she is you know she kind of queries it a couple more times you know she doesn't accept the the first answer 
Um, and again, I, I must stress how recently she had just put her order in and how right in front of her face her ticket was. But no, my ticket was an issue. Um, I had kind of, at the time, because I obviously had a left foot that was broken badly and I had a brain tumour in the left side of my head, I, I, I felt as though I wasn't quite ready to to actually battle for this so i thought well i'm just gonna have to let it play out but when i when my 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 order arrives i will i will go and i will pick it up and i will be very deliberate in doing so and i will make a bit of a show of it um you know i'll storm in there i'll probably be impolite towards her i might not say excuse me i'll just kind of emerge grab it and go um just assert some kind of I don't know what but just basically fuck you type vibe to it um, and and that was what happened the, 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 the drink was ready um, I got it I said thanks to the people obviously the little rabbits in headlights Mr. Joker thank you um and yeah, I, well, it was when they when they called out my order, and she kind of turned around into the into the um, into the into the Costa, as if to say, "Yeah, whose is it?" Because it sure as hell ain't mine. And I sort of approached it in such a way that I was like, "This is fucking my coffee, and I'm gonna enjoy it." Um, and yeah. Um, but I feel like all of this could have been avoided by some, you know, stronger personalities behind the, behind the counter, um, because I feel like they've they've let their, they've let their customers kind of just completely fucking run the show there and kind of spread anxiety amongst the ranks. Amongst the ranks, um, <laughs> and yeah, um, I think. I think there just needs to be a bit of a rethink. They they need a reset. I think the team they need a bit of a holiday. They need some bonding time. They need to kind of think about what they want and how they want their team to function. The, their vision of the 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 sea terminal Costa. I think they just need a big thing together because that was um it was not a well functioning unit. It wasn't a well well oiled machine, um, and. You know, I just hope they can work through it, I think. Um, and I'm glad I've taken the time to kind of re, you know, um, reevaluate this subject. Um, because my previous attempts at explaining this story were, were quite mean. Um, <laughs> um, but ultimately, we all just want nice coffee. And I, you know, it would be nice if customers were, were nicer people as well and not so fucking mental um, but you know you can't have everything in life eh but anyway here's another 40 minutes worth of bloody podcasts so um, yeah thanks for your time uh, I appreciate you as ever um, just remember to be kind to yourself be kind to other people. 
Um, and I'll obviously speak to you this time next week. <laughs>